driving, I got a guy on the radio who talks to me. I can't see him, but he talks to me. All right, folks, this is a moment that I have been waiting for for a very, very long time. I am so excited to have a gentleman on our show that I really, really like because he gave me the best idea for my retirement. When I retire, I am going to do what Johnny Barnes does somewhere in some part of the world, hopefully as warm and as nice as Bermuda. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Happy Man is on the phone, we hope. Let's see if he's there. Mr. Johnny Barnes, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Yay! I love you. I love you, too. It feels weird saying that, Mr. Barnes. Why does it feel weird for me to say I love you to you? Well, because, you know, after all, when God made us, he places us, he places us in a beautiful garden, as you remember that. Not only that, but he, he placed a seed of love in our hearts, and he said, love one another. And this world is starving for the want of L-O-V-E. But I feel right? I yeah, but I feel strange saying I love you because I don't know you that well. I mean, I could sort of say yeah, love ya, you know. But I, I don't know if I really love you, Mister Barnes. Well, I I love you as a Christian. Hmm. So you're telling you know I mean? me you're telling me you love me because you're a Christian. Yes, that's 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 the command from God, the Creator of the heavens and the earth. Right. Hmm. And Jesus said, Jesus tells us he loves us every minute of the hour. And he sends the sunshine, he sends the rain, he gets us food, he takes care of us, he loves us. Right? And we don't see him, but, but we know he's there. Mr. Barnes, we, we, have, we have to help our listeners understand what you do and why you do it. Because the rest of the world... When they find out what you do, then they want to know why do you do it? Why do you do that? So let's talk about what you do first. What time do you get up in the morning on on a Monday morning? On a Monday morning, I get up at uh, at say about one o'clock. You get up at one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock. I have my family worship. Talk to my Lord. Thank Him for a good night's rest. <laughs> what time did you go to bed? I go to bed at between six and six thirty. You know that uh, most people don't go to bed that early, and most people don't get up that early. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why they have so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you have you have your time with God uh, after one in the morning, so probably around one thirty-two or something like that. Then what's next? Yes, yes. Two o'clock. I'm getting my breakfast. Two o'clock. It's breakfast. What do you have for breakfast, Mr. Barnes? Uh, I have I have two apples. I take an apple, two apples, and I grate them. I take a, one, one, one banana, and I slice it up. Then I have from fruits, whatever I have, grapes, watermelon, muskmelon, whatever it is. And then I have, then I have my cereal, granola, and I find that's a good breakfast. Keeps you cool and sweet. I I I don't know if I could live the rest of the day having just eaten that. I need to have more food. Yeah, that's why you're so fat. Yeah. Oh boy, you're funny. Okay, so you have you have your breakfast. Yes. By the way, how we got to tell everyone how old you are. Well, June the 23rd coming, I'll be 92. 92. All right. Well, you're doing yes. something, right? 
But I, uh, well, that's that, that, that's why that's why I'm just a little boy. <laughs> so after you have after you have breakfast, what do you do? What I do, I go back inside and I, I read. I, re- I read my devotional books that I have. Not all of them, but I read a portion. Read, I read the scriptures, mm-hmm. and then I leave. And then I leave home at three thirty. And what? And do you you leave home at three thirty? You you pack some things in the car. Do you remember? I I, I remember what you packed because I helped carry those things. You, what do you what do you put I, in the car? I put my I have my umbrella. I have my uh, bag so so that if it rains, if the rain will come in. I have my hat, and then I I have a bottle of water. One of the army men they gave me. A, they came down to wave with me some time ago, and they gave me a bottle for the army. Army uses. So you've got a you've got a canteen. Yes. Right. I I I boil my water, and I put some in there, and so that when I get down there, maybe about yeah, about eight o'clock, I start drinking the water. So, um, what time do you get to the roundabout? Uh, Twenty minutes before. Twenty minutes to four, and and people are starting to drive into work that early in the morning. Oh yes, they're get, they're like the state, all hours of the night. When and how how do they see you? It's dark at that time. Yes, I'm, I feel all right. When I get down, I pray before I leave home. I I have a little prayer with my wife before I go. The Lord will keep her and keep me, and I I get going. When I get down there, I park the car, and then I get on get on over there and put put my bag up and my put my things on then I have a little talk with the Lord before I start okay so you have done this for decades over 70 years over 70 years but you haven't you haven't stood on that corner Monday to Friday from 4:30 in the morning for for over 70 years no I started I started with with uh, the statue is right it used to be a two-way street going and coming. Right. And you used to be a bus driver? Yes, yes. And you were known as the f- the, the friendly bus driver? Yes. Then I show you my, my, my... The sign? Yes. Yes. Your yes. driver, Johnny Barnes. That's right, that's right. I used to drive the bus, and then the, the tr- and before before the, um, the trains went off, I used to be an electrician on trains. So, you know what I forgot to ask you at the start of this interview, Mr. Barnes, was what's the weather like today in, in Bermuda? The weather's beautiful. Of course it is. It's summer. <laughs> I spoke... Yes. Okay, okay, I've got to tell everyone, when I went down, my, my last full day there, I, I waited to the very end, my last full day, I took a scooter and I drove the length of the island, which doesn't take very long, and I went, drove past you, and I almost drove off the road trying to look at you. I wasn't very good on a scooter anyway, but then I was trying to look at you as you were waving to people, and and then I pulled off right away into the little marina. There's a there's a yard where they fix boats right across the street from you, and, right. and I parked the scooter there, and then I kind of walked around the corner and I I sat on the stone wall and just watched you from a distance. I saw you. <laughs> um, and I you were there was a gentleman there speaking with you for quite a while. Right, and then I um, I moved a little closer because I thought, well, it's getting close to the time where uh, where you know you might be might be finishing, and so I better move closer. And then you said, 
you know, you were waving and blowing kisses at everybody and saying I love you as you normally do. And and then you said something to me. You said, good morning. I love you. And I, I waved back. I couldn't say I love you because I didn't know you and I didn't know if I loved you. Yeah, but I love you. Oh, you're killing me here. And I turned to come over. Yes, that's right. You said, why don't you come on over? So I came on over. And I, before that, I saw you pray with people. Do you pray with everybody that comes over? Everybody that comes over and, and, and that want to talk, I sit down. They sit, I tell them sit down. Sometimes they stand up, and then I, I find out that um, I ask them when they're going to wait. They said they're going to wait today or tomorrow. Oh, when they're I, leaving, I have to wait a before before they leave. Right, right. But you know, um, people don't know that you're a you're a, you're a Christian. People don't know that you're a. Uh, someone who believes in in God. You don't have a sign. You don't have a T-shirt. You, you're not preaching at people. Why don't you have a sign that says Jesus loves you? Or why don't you have a sign that says God loves you? Or why don't you why don't you yell that instead of I love you? No. Well, you see, if I if I have a sign, people say I don't want the religion to thrown be thrown down my throat. Yeah. So I just live the life. <laughs> oh man. I do you remember what we talked about when we were on the bench? I, I think was yes. We I shared with you that I was having a tough time spiritually, right? right. And uh, and you were very polite, and very gracious, and very patient with me. Um, and you you know normally you leave about nine thirty, do you not from the from the corner? No, I leave ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Well, we were there till about ten thirty eleven. That's right. I'm sorry to have <laughs> wrecked your nap. Well, you needed help. You see, and I, I, I'm, I have the time. I, I, I can, I can stay there with you. Sometimes I stay there half off with, with a person talking to them when I see them, they're, they're a little disturbed. When you first started doing this, people thought you were disturbed. That's right. Until they were, they, one man says, says oh, he'd he'd he be there for a, a week and then he'd be gone. He'd be gone. Yeah, and you never left. You know, I, when I was speaking to the gentleman by the marina, he told me that you were out there waving hello to everybody, blowing kisses and saying I love you, and it was a hurricane. Right. The palm trees were bent over, but you were still there. Right. Are you crazy? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> does your wife Does your wife think you're crazy? <laughs> I, put, I put a lot of love on her. She doesn't see anything of Yes, she thinks about loving. As long as I can love her and everything else, she's sweet. You know, uh, one of the best things that I I will always remember, you've said a lot of things to me, Mr. Barnes, and one thing that stands out the most is when you say, you know, uh, when you love someone, how's your family? Are you putting lo- are putting honey on them? That's right. I tell everybody that when they come and have problems. I says, put a lot of honey on them, darling. That's what you need to do. One lady came in and she's come from Boston. Yeah. And she says, um, you know, I read a book about you. I said, no kidding. I said, what is this? She says, I, I mean, I'm interested. That's why I'm here. I'm coming to see you. What kind of man you are. So I talked to her, and I said, where's your husband? She says, oh, he's over there. I said, they're calling. He says, he's not, he's not like me. I said, I don't expect him to be like you. You're a woman. You're a man. He's a man. <laughs> I says, what you got to do, darling? Put a lot of love, put a lot of love on him. She said, love. It's a man. <laughs> it's a man. It's something else. I says, darling, when you get up in the morning, you tell you tell your husband you love him. You kiss him. You hold him, hold him. 
if you, when you come home, you do the same thing. He comes home, makes his beautiful favorite dish. Do that, do that quite often. Hmm. How many How many years have you been married, Mr. Barnes? Uh, 60, 64 years. 64 years. Yeah, when we celebrate our, uh, our 12th, April the 12th anniversary. I tell my wife, I says, I'm going for... I'm going for no 64. She said, you sure? I said, you think I married you through your way, darling? No way. <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the neat things that you, you told me, Mr. Barnes, was that uh, I asked you about, had you ever gone through a dark time in your life, a sad time, a time of hurt? And do you remember what you told me? I think I do. Just remind me. Well, you told me about the time that you and your wife... Uh, it went through a miscarriage. Yes. And you said that was that was really hard. Yes. And you never had any other kids. No, no, no. The good Lord, the good Lord sees that it's best for us not to have them. Some people have them. Some people don't. And so I told him, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to go on and be happy and be be loving. I've got a lot of a lot of boys and girls all around the world. <laughs> Do you have people that keep in touch with you from after they visited? Yes, I have, I have a lot of cards, a lot of notes. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Do you think it's strange, Mr. Barnes, that people come from around the world to to see you? I mean, all you're doing is waving at people, saying, I, I love you, and blowing kisses. That's all you're doing. Why would they come to see you? Uh, because, you see, love is contagious. And love, draw, love contagious. Love is, is a magic. And when the love comes right from the heart, you draw people, whether you want to or not. Whether you want to or not. A lady had a little, come, she had a little baby in her arms. And um, she came up, she says, I, she says, I want I want you to pray for this baby, and I want you to to pray for me because we're going home. I said, how long have you been here, darling? She says, oh, I've been here. Been here about a month. She says, now I'm going home. I said, well, let's pray for the little baby. So we, I pray for the little baby, pray for her. God will give her a beautiful trip home. Hmm. And then um, so I said, um, that's a beautiful baby. I love that baby. And the baby looked up. And she says, she, she don't she, she, she don't, she don't come to black people. I said, she'll come to me, though. So I just said, I, said, I love you, darling. I really love you. And I looked at little baby in her eyes. And she looked at me. And she begins to smile. And, yeah, and and her mother says, she said, that's not what happened, had, happened before. <laughs> I said, darling, because it's love, it's a love comes right from the heart, right from the heart of God. <laughs> One thing God gives us, gave, gave to us when, we, when, when he made us, he gave us a seed of love in our hearts. <laughs> that's, God says, the first thing you do is to love me, to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love me. And says that Adam wrapped his arms around him, around, around the Father, and says, I love you. So God placed the seed of love in our hearts, and it needs to be developed. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be watered. It needs to be fertilized. And people have the love of God in their hearts, and they wouldn't do a thing about it. It's drying up. That's why they're, that's why they're so miserable. They're, they're in a lot of trouble. I remember when it when it dawned on me that here you are childless you had a you had a child the child there was a miscarriage and you never had any other children no. and now you have generations 
of an entire island of children. That entire island, are they're all your kids. That's right. I asked, I asked a police officer, I said, what would ever happen, do you think, if somebody maybe tr- tried to pick on Johnny Barnes or they mess with him a little bit or did something bad or, you know, wrecked his car or something? And he, this police officer said the entire island would revolt. The entire island would be up in arms. How does that make you feel? Humble. Humble. I'm an, I'm only an instrument in, in God's divine hand. The, when God made us, he, he, gave, he put Peter himself into each individual. And no one can say, I don't have anything to do. We have something to do because God placed it in our hearts. See what I mean? Hmm. No one can say, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have no education. I don't have this. But God gives us something to use. Well, I have shown your video to many, many people, and everybody has a smile on their face when they watch the video. By the way, if you're interested in in watching the video, just go to the internet and type in Mr. Happy Man, and you'll see right. you'll see this video. It's a 10-minute documentary, roughly, about Mr. Johnny Barnes, who we're speaking with here. And uh, and uh, you know, one question people ask me, and I don't know why they ask me. I'm not you, but they say to me. How does he keep waving for four hours, five hours? Do, do your arms not get tired? No. When I get tired, I said, Lord, I need a shot in the arm. And God, God gives me a little shot in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to ask you this question, but I think I think you'll be okay oh. with it, okay? You're, are you ready for kind of a, kind yeah. of, kind of a, I don't know, an almost rude question? Are you ready? That's all right. That's all right. Johnny, when you pass, yes. How do you see your funeral? What would you like to happen at your funeral? Yes, sir, there is a man that loves me. There's a man that loves me. I know many people have come by from the states, from all over the world, and said, "You know, you're the first person that ever told me that he loves me, or I love her." He says, "I know you love me." I says, "Because God loves me, and the, and I I want to share it with others." Are you af- are you afraid of dying? No, no, I'm not afraid of dying. I tell the good Lord when I was ready, all He has to do is to. When I say my prayers at night and thank Him for that day, I talk to the good Lord before I go to bed, and I say, Lord, I'll see you in the morning. God says, Life. I says, It's not. You just come and close my eyes, and I'll be satisfied. Dying is only sleep. But you, I know something you're afraid of. I know two things you're afraid of. Do you want to talk about those? I do. Do you want to? Yeah, what you have. What you have. <laughs> what you, have. <laughs> you are claustrophobic. Yes. You told me the story that one time the radio station in Bermuda wanted to interview you, and so you went into the studio. Right. But you couldn't stay. You left. Yeah, because the place is too small. I, I can't stand a jammed up place. And why why are you like that? How did that happen? Well, because when I was a little boy, I used to live in Middletown, and the man, the, the man came over there and they were doing some work on a house, and uh, they left, and they left a loud drum. Like big, big metal drums. Big button? Big metal drums. Yes. Yep. After that, they just stayed there, and all the boys and girls used to go up and play, playing this drum. So one day they said, let's run this drum. So the first boy went in, and a few minutes, they, uh, we let, let him out. 
And then they said, Johnny, you go in. So when I went in, they said, I heard them said, don't close the door. Don't let him out. Don't let him out. And when I, when I was about to scream, they let me out. So they, they trapped you in the metal drum? Yes, yes. Jeez. So they let me out. And I never played with them no more. I guess not. But then I went, I went, I joined the Sea Scout. And the Sea Scout takes you on a trip all, every now and then. And they took us down to the caves. You know the caves? Yes, yeah, so a lot of caves in Bermuda. Yes, they took us down the cave. When, I, when the man opened the gate, it went in. We all went in, and then when he, when he opened the other gate for us to go down, go down under the earth to, in the cave, as soon as I got to do, I, that thing came right on me, full feeling came right on me. And I said to the man, I said, let me out, I can't stand it. Can't, he says, I can't let you out. I said, well, let me, let me out to the door. And I said, until I come back. And, and he did. I said, until I came back. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I know one other thing, and we're just about at the end of our, of our interview time here, but I, there's one other thing you told me. You said to me, I'm okay if God wants to take me. Right. But, and do you remember what the but was? Die. Well, yeah, die, but there's the, there's the suffering thing, you know, and you didn't want to go to the hospital. No. I don't like hospitals because you can't, I can't see, as long as I can see it. I've been to a hospital one time. I had a hernia, and they took me to the hospital. And um, and when they were taken to the operation, I, I was still 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 conscious. And I said to them, I said, um, why don't you have a place where I can look up in heaven to look up see the sky? I said, this is a place where people can look up. And he took me inside, and and I, he opened the opened the screen and the, the curtains. And I said, that's better now. I feel much better now. Yeah. As long as I can see outside, look up, I'm okay. But to jam me in a place, place like close in, I can't handle it. Well, you, when you and I were chatting, I, I said to you, I'm, I will promise you that if I ever find out that they put you in a hospital, I'll come down there and break you out. Okay? Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take your hand and I'll tell you I love you too. <laughs> Before we end, I'd like to have a word of prayer with you. Okay? Certainly. Thank you. Do you want right. do you you want to pray for for uh, everyone who's listening right now? Yes. Okay. You go. You go ahead, Mr. Barnes. Our dear loving Father in heaven, we want to thank you because last night you allowed us to lay down your beautiful arms and go to sleep. And our Father in heaven, you watched over us more than a mother watches her little baby. And then this morning you woke us up to see another beautiful day. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for the privilege of looking to thee who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And thank you for making this great, great, big, wide, wonderful world of ours and placing all these wonderful things in it for us. Help us that we might learn how to use them according to your divine will. Bless everyone that is that is listening today. We pray your Holy Spirit will guide them and keep them safe from harm and danger and help them to realize they're not alone in this world and God is always watching over us. He, he says He says we're graven on the palms of his beautiful and golden hands while never out of his mind. So bless the fathers, the mothers, the, 
your brothers and sisters, help, help us all, help them all to learn how to love one another. And when we have love, we have the love of Christ. Nothing. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And as long as we keep our hands in thine, we have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. So I ask you to bless everyone that is listening. And all of those who listen, I want you to know that I love you. I love you. I've never seen you, but I know you are my brother, you are my sister. And I love you all. Because God, God still is in my heart to love everybody else. And when he comes, in fact, God says to us every day, I, my child, I love you. I love you with an everlasting love. I'll never let you go. These blessings we're asking in Jesus' wonderful name. So that when Jesus comes, we can all go home to, he- to heaven. Amen. 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 Well, Mr. Barnes, I have one last thing to say to you. Yes. You go find that wife of yours and put some honey on her. <laughs> uh, well, honey is the best thing we can we can, we can have. It's the best medicine we can we can take. <laughs> can I thank you again? You know, we spoke. It was about a month ago, and I said I want to get you on my radio show, and yes, uh, and it happened. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, Mr. Barnes. You're quite welcome. And always remember that I love you. And whenever you come, I hope, I pray and hope that I'll be alive, that you'll look me up. I will look you up again, sir. And um, I've got some, I I went to the um, Rogers set to get some more, get some posters. I'm going to send you some. All right. Wow. Will you, will you sign it? It's already signed. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good already stuff. Signed, right. Right, right from right from from the press. When I go there, they 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 tell me sign my name here, and they put it right, right on the poster. Look at that! Well done, fantastic. Well, Mr. Barnes, I love you too. Thank you. You you left your address here, didn't you? Yes, I have your address. Yes. Well, I'm going to send some. Post- you want to send me your address? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I I will write you something, and I'll send you my address. I'll write it so I can so I can read it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, sounds good, sir. No, no fancy handwriting, just plain. <laughs> you give some of them to your your listeners. I'll do that. Okay, that's a plan. That's a plan. Right. We'll do that for sure. Thank you, Mr. Barnes. You're quite welcome. Always remember, always remember, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Mr. Barnes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay with us. If you feel like that's what you want. It's hard to find quality guest speakers these days. If they're interesting, they're usually expensive. And if they're cheap, they're usually boring. Well, here's someone who's both expensive and boring. Drew Marshall is a high school dropout who tried to become a pro football player but didn't make it. He then tried to become a firefighter and didn't make it. Now he's trying to become a stand-up comic. (laughs) Good luck with that, Mr. Marshall. But if you're looking for someone who's unpredictable, incredibly honest, provocative, genuine, then we've got the right guy. Everyone seems to be an expert on something these days. Why not book someone who's an expert on nothing? Except how to be brutally honest about yourself and your faith. To book Drew Marshall as your guest speaker, go to drewmarshall.ca. 